0: Reset Rebel It's the Reset Rebel It's the Reset Rebel It's the Reset Rebel Coming to you every day
1: Welcome back to the Reset Rebel podcast Uh, and Happy New Year from Goa where I'm currently Lying on the beach, and um, I don't know if you can just still hear the tinkling sounds of the ice cream man <laughs> uh, in the background as he goes past with his bicycle full of sugary dairy uh, treats, which I shall not be indulging in because um yeah I've heard so many stories about people getting so sick um, of um, after indulging I think is probably one of the healthiest places um, in the world to be in this particular month. And after the sort of heaviness of um, Christmas and um, kind of big party um, that is or was New Year's Eve here for me, I feel like I've kind of been able to uh, reset myself pretty pretty quickly here, um, getting on just like really light food and really high vibrational amazing tropical fruits and um, you don't really kind of need much more when you're in an environment like this so I'm beyond um delighted to be back here um for the whole month of January most of February actually running um retreats uh one this month and one next month so I'm yeah actually quite blown away that I've managed to make that happen this year it was one of my goals of last year to not just come to Goa and be a beach bum but also uh, to work here and earn for my keep. Um, it's my kind of real place of um, yeah, just coming at the end of the season, after Ibiza and kind of resting really, and recharging the batteries um, but it has felt also thoroughly self-indulgent to come here for months on end and, and do almost nothing. Um, it'd be interesting to know what your thoughts are on that really, I, I don't know, like if you can come here and do actually totally nothing which I find impossible to do and have done for most of my life this is the one place I, I actually have mastered the art of doing precisely that quite effectively um, and joyfully <laughs> um, but it's then really really tough um, first of all, problems obviously to get then back into the swing of work when you get back it's like you know it takes quite a long time to transition from A to B and um, that's always been my struggle and what I have managed to do um, in the last 12 months is kind of bridge those gaps between the chaos and struggle and and carnage of working like an absolute lunatic in the summers of Ibiza in the season time and um, doing very little in the winters and then finding it really hard to wind down between summer and winter and finding it really bad to crank Um, the machine back up into full steam ahead Um, it used to make me feel quite anxious I find by sort of April I was getting anxious about really getting my work groove back on and knowing the kind of level of output that May would entail because that's always kind of one of my busiest months of the year and so that's why coming here in January always feels like an amazing gift Um, I'm certainly not in uh, any doubt as to how much of a gift it is to be here um, at this time of year But it's a great time to take stock, really, and reflect and sort of, I guess, sort of line up exactly what you want your year to look like. Um, So that's one of the main reasons I do try and get here in January and obviously um, avoid the bad weather in Europe. Although I have to say, I was in January um, this time last year in Ibiza for the first time ever I spent the whole month there and it was absolutely gorgeous so it's kind of like a game of Russian roulette really in in the weather stakes. you never know which way it's going to go and um, I was blessed last January to have a gorgeous gorgeous sunny month and um, yeah it was incredible but you just um, you just don't get any guarantees I guess you don't really that many places in the world but Goa is definitely a space where you are going to get some um, really warm temperatures and blissful cool um winds and just a real lightness um from just i don't know there's a very different vibration going on here than there is to ibiza i always feel a hell of a lot more grounded um but there is a lot of similarities as well um which is why i would say this is kind of like a corridor between um the island my two favorite countries beginning with i really ibiza in india um and yeah, I've already bumped into quite a lot of people from Ibiza here in Goa. Um, one of which um two actually of the ladies that I'm gonna try and get onto this podcast in the coming weeks. Um so I'll be unleashing those interviews. And we've got some really exciting stuff coming up this year for the Reset Rebel. We've got um some big news really. Um in the diary, in terms of the stuff that we're going to be giving away, in t- terms of stuff the, some of the guests we're going to be talking to and in terms of the focus I suppose um, which is going to be also related to some really exciting Ooh, doggy alert, there's a bit of a <laughs> a melee going on between some um, furry friends I do love the dogs of Goa you're never alone here for more than about 10 seconds there's always one under your lander or nearby or if you go out for a morning walk you'll find a little friend to join you so cute, anyway um, yes events, there's going to be some amazing events going on this year which I'm really really excited to unleash um, one of which is our first spring into springtime Reset Rebel retreats. that's the 3rd to the 7th of May and all of the details for that event are on our Reset Rebel website which is www the reset so go check it out if you haven't done already um and today's guest is going to be a man i've also met in goa originally um mr luca leopard um and he is just the most phenomenal um therapist and i hadn't actually experienced the magic that the uh, man has to offer with his mitts um until just after Christmas actually and he offered me a free treatment after we did our um, interview last year and I kind of spent last year giving away a lot of lovely, lovely things to charity and feeling incredibly lucky to be in that position through this podcast which is one of the main reasons that we do it um, if anyone's got anything they want to give back this year, then I'd love you to send us an email on just the good news please at gmail.com. Um, but Luca very kindly offered me a free treatment, and I thought, you know what? After nine or ten months of giving away free stuff for charity, I'm going to take this one, just this one little opportunity for myself. And I was um, lucky enough to be invited to Akasha Wellbeing Sanctuary. It's like a little piece of heaven... Um, buried in Piccadilly really um, and I just kind of wafted off the street which was chaos and carnage right after um, Christmas and the sales and um, just headed into this just incredible slice of zen uh, a real zen den actually and um, to meet Luca and uh, for his meditation in touch massage and we interviewed we did the interview right after I'd received the treatment so expect some yeah <laughs> interesting conversation, but I think that touch, uh, the alchemy of touch, is a is a very interesting subject and one that we explore in great detail in today's uh, today's podcast. And I think one of my intentions for this year is to explore touch more intimately. As a result, I think it's a it's a something that we're not taught to do in life is to really touch people and. how to feel they're the two things that I think that we lack as human beings and I think they're both very very important and quite intrinsically linked to one another so I'm not going to say anything else I'm just going to leave you with the dulcet tones of Mr Luca Leopard uh, of Tula Yoga Um, and yeah wish you all again a really really amazing year ahead for 2019 thank you so much for coming back to listen to this podcast and sending you all the love from Goa. Don't go away, Mr. Luca Leppard. Well, <laughs> here we are in the... uh feels a little bit like the womb, really, of, uh, of London. Very central London. And uh, on the way here, I was actually feeling a little bit spun out and um, quite anxious in the crowds that were outside the door of Akasha wellness centre before I arrived here and uh, there was just an immediate sense of peace and serenity actually that washed over me as I walked into this building and it felt absolutely divine to be, and a treat to be arriving at such an establishment um, before my treatment with today's guest that is Mr. Luca Leppard
0: Hello again
1: (laughs) Hello again Thank you so much for coming back on to the reset rebel. It's um, yeah, been quite quite the experience.
0: It's a pleasure. It had to happen after the last uh, after the last one. Things weren't complete.
1: <laughs> well, it all sort of felt a little bit like a cliffhanger, I suppose, of us talking about um, your treatments and then obviously kind of referring to the fact that I hadn't had one and it felt rude, perhaps not to uh, you know go the full Monty, so to yes. speak. <laughs> <laughs> I can only confirm. I definitely feel done like I've... Done full Monty. Hmm, <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> well, yeah. You've that's...
0: actually only done a half Monty today, in fact. I don't mean, to, <laughs> don't mean to disappoint you, but I've only given you a session of meditation in touch, and uh, I think we're going to have to do another interview for Tully Yoga.
1: <laughs> Bring it on, if that's, uh, if that's or what or I anything. get to experience to... Uh, to uh, get a third innings, I'm, is. Uh, I'm, I'm all ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, where to begin, really? Where to begin? I think it was interesting for me in lots of ways because I think I arrived feeling incredibly heavy from Christmas um, in more ways than one. <laughs> so entering the space of just extreme deliciousness was... Yeah, a true delight, but I felt a little bit anxious about, <laughs> about getting naked to, uh, to begin with. That was quite out of my comfort zone in lots of ways. And I don't I didn't, I didn't think I expected it. I don't know. It just felt very intimate somehow. Not, it just felt like, I don't know, just like a very loving touch and very tender, mm-hmm. which I've never experienced before. Never?
0: Never. In, n- never outside of a relationship. Or exactly that, anywhere. yeah. Sorry. It, well, yes, yes. I feel like I'm going to be interviewing you today. Do you know that? <laughs> we can do that. We need to reverse roles. Yes, it was difficult for you in the beginning. You been getting naked. Did I make it easy?
1: You absolutely, totally did, yes. You said that I was probably going to be judging myself far more critically than you ever could. Yes, it's and true, that felt felt that way immediately as soon as I laid down I did feel completely at ease but it took me a moment of extreme British freaked outness to um to let go and um I was like oh that's interesting where does this come from am I like this in the bedroom or is this just a is this just a massage thing because um yeah it was just a bit of a moment where I was like oh god this is this is a bit weird but it's not weird at all it's just me that's weird and my defences and barriers that
0: I think we I don't think it's just you and I think all of us have a bit of a or, especially when we first start getting undressed in front of other people, we all have a bit of apprehension. Mm. I think it's normal. And uh, hopefully I make it easy, because for me, it, it, it's it's so normal. I see, a, a bit like a doctor, I suppose, I see f- kind of four naked people a day, and I'm, I'm not there to judge them. I'm there to uh, help their bodies. So, hopefully I make it easy. Mm.
1: No, it felt completely comfortable, but I think there was just a moment where I was a bit like, "Oh, I'm not sure What's not sure how how comfortable this feels for me and then I had yeah. a little word for myself, so I was like, "This man sees bodies all day every day, mm-hmm. and obviously, when I experienced the way you touch people, it's not um it the just way felt I very <laughs> you With the way
0: I touched you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't depersonalise it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just felt very caring and very loving and very, I felt very held, Um, a cross between, I was trying to work it out, does it feel like a lover or a mother or a family member or it was like a cross between all three really?
0: Yeah, I hope so.
1: And I felt felt very loved. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think I'm lucky that I've learned to slip into that space where I'm very present and loving. I get to feel love as well, so it's my it's my meditate my heart meditation, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't be bothered to do massage if I'm not feeling that. I don't want to do massage. It would be boring, and and soulless. So I, yes, I want to come into a very loving, uh, heart-centered space with people for me too it's kind of selfish <laughs> there's a selfish element uh yeah
1: well, well it's funny you say that because the person i interviewed two days ago uh david Tye of yoga beats one of the yoga elders and he was saying about the thing that makes him happiest and i was like well what is that and he's like well i work with um conflicting groups from palestine and israel and i bring them together and i create this sense of connection and he was like, and the reason I do this work is thoroughly selfish because yeah. the joy yeah. that I give other people makes me so happy. And he called himself a, a selfish fucker, if you speak excuse uh, my language, <laughs> because he gets all the happiness out of that. Yep. And it's quite obvious from experiencing me. what I have just done in your hands is the same thing, like obviously giving people love and through your touch. It obviously makes, well, you wouldn't do it otherwise. That's, that felt very, very obvious.
0: Yeah. No, you're right, I wouldn't do otherwise. And it's lovely to hear somebody else talking about uh, them being selfish for what they do. Uh, I must listen to the podcast. David
1: is basically a legend and someone I have, yeah, buckets of love for. He's an mm. amazing man and, um, yeah, doing some incredible work. But I think, you know, people that work in wellness and, and, you know, want to share that gift of their love that they want to give back through whatever it is, whether it's yoga, whether it's massage, whether it's, you know... Um, therapy or or sessions it's you know it comes from a place of 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 somewhere of wanting to put that love that they're experiencing deep in themselves somewhere into another and I think that's a beautiful beautiful thing that we share so I, I was actually that was what was going through my mind I think was when 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 did you become so comfortable with intimacy for starters
0: um I think I've been a a lot more comfortable with giving pretty much always, and um, so yes, I think it's a lot more difficult for me to receive, it's something that I've had to learn and enjoy learning and uh, am still in the process of learning, but uh, so giving, being intimate while giving I think has always been pretty natural to me. yeah, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I don't know where else to go with that. No, I mean, I don't think it's you ever like... stop
1: learning intimacy. I, it, it, you know, I think for me, there's two things we're not taught on this planet. And one is how to feel, which I think that's a lifelong journey in itself. But the second is is how to touch people. And I think yeah. that's intuitive and it comes with a hell of a lot of practice and time. And Yes, um... it's a
0: whole language. It's a whole language, all of its own. And it's it's very expansive and... There's a lot of play in that language, in the language of touch, and yet I totally agree with you. People aren't taught it, and it's such a beautiful, basic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no, there's no uh, public appreciation of these things. It's part of the reason why I want to do this interview and take little videos and things like that. It's like, ah, look at this. It's like it's such a beautiful thing, and it's mm-hmm. so underrated. And people talk about their first senses being hearing or something. I don't know, but I'd like touch is definitely one of the first senses we're going to have as well. And it it flies under the radar of the of the monkey mind. You can come into con- close contact instead of going through your mind, through your intellect, through mm-hmm. through all the things we create as human beings to be in connection with other people. Touch flies underneath all of that. It's so direct. And I I love that directness. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, there isn't nothing else that cuts cuts through the barriers of, like, you know, the walls that we put up as people and the the, the barriers that we create in our own sense of connectedness, not just with other people but also ourselves. (laughs) That was what I'm probably referring to at the beginning. I was a bit like feel a bit uncomfortable Mm. Um, and then you know within 15 20 minutes probably even less I just you know you surrender don't you you just fall into that person's care and and that's uh,
0: moving right yeah um I think there's this thing about intimacy as well people think that it's a sexual thing obviously there is sexual intimacy but there's there's emotional intimacy there's intellectual intimacy there's physical intimacy there's all all these different levels and I think people think sometimes that uh There's this confusion that massage is sexual. Of course, it can be, but uh, not what I do. And for me, the intimacy—the thing that actually people are a little bit scared of—is that they're going to be seen. You can't hide. You know, if somebody good searches through your body, they know exactly what you're feeling and what what emotions you're carrying and where you have your blockages, and they're going to see you in your vulnerability. You know, you're not going to be able to present this beautiful mask with the perfect clothes you want and have this kind of aesthetic separation when a masseur touches you or a good a person who knows how to feel they're really getting in touch with uh not just the mask but everything beyond that into the personality and uh into the spirit so i think that that can be a little threatening and of course i don't want everybody touching me either uh I, you know when i first go to a massage there's always a little bit of apprehension as well it's like am i going to am i going to like this are they <laughs> going to be good enough for me to let go mm-hmm. and uh so yeah there's some i think there's something natural there there's the the once you start touching the skin you go beyond a certain gate you go into a different realm and mm-hmm. um, so it's not surprising people have a bit of apprehension mm.
1: i've been to a lot of massages where i just can't wait for it to be over and I'm like oh god seriously please just let this let this end now
0: I think you should actually get up and walk I think you should politely get up and walk out I really believe that I I think it's torture unless you're doing it to give them space to learn I don't know but I can't do that no
1: I'm far too polite that's my British British thing again but um I actually really not just saying it but genuinely honestly didn't ever want that to end I was like oh you know I just totally went into another little dream
0: well, dreamland and um, what were the differences? Tell me what's the difference? I think I have my ideas what the difference is <clears throat> but I want to, to have fresh.
1: Yes the combination of the movements are very, very different and they're just much more intimate not in a sexual way but sensual movement. I think they're constantly moving. But there's also... a
0: wave, isn't there? There's a, a through all the movements. There's a, a repetitive wave that's going through. It starts in the beginning with rocking, and then although was... the wavelengths change, uh, uh, there's always a, there's a continuous flow coming out of me. It doesn't stop. I think as soon as you start breaking the flow or the rhythm, people come out of that that yeah. space out of here. like I, I want to gently hypnotise people through touch into a very relaxed state and uh, as soon as you break that flow it, uh, it breaks that state
1: punctuated by music and stillness with the music which I loved I loved that and I absolutely do exactly the same thing in my classes like when the track ends I often go back to stillness, there's a Mm -hmm. sequence that flows until the music stops and then we stop and we allow the movement to move through us and then we continue again and that's what it reminded me of, actually. And also, I was on a fast and this woman had this machine called the Chi machine and you put your feet in it and it rocks you and you did pretty much exactly the same. I felt like I was literally tripping after you stopped rocking me and held me in such a way that I just felt like my body's just molded into like one it was like beautiful
0: really good feeling i love it i think rocking is so um it's 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 one of the quickest ways to help people let go if i only had five minutes Mm. to work on somebody's body i would probably rock them for most of it and then quickly run up their spine to open up either side of their spine Mm. but the the rocking it goes so deeply into people's bodies and there's such a comforting quality in it it's uh uh, yeah, I find it quite essential, it's a great way to start, mm. but I also do treatments where it's an hour and a half of just rocking, mm. following the rhythms in music, p- applying pressure to different parts of the body. Mm. Um, it's very hypnotic for me as well, I love it, entering into that kind of wave, wave-like space.
1: Yeah, waves. I think waves is a good way to describe it, for sure. And I think I often, when people... I don't always put them in shavasana. I often put them on their front and I do rock them as well. Mm. And I do a bit of massage. like, Great. And it's, I don't know, it's, to be on the receiving end is just like, yeah, it's really amazing. Because obviously you've never experienced your massage, which is a tragedy. I'll have to let you know. Because well, <laughs> that is a right crying shame. But when you get to experience those things for yourself, it's like, yeah, it is kind of incredible.
0: Well, luckily I have students mm. and uh, although it's difficult sometimes to slip into just receiving, uh, some of them are very, very good. And uh, so I do get to experience back a bit of what I do, mm. luckily. But uh, there are some days when I'm massaging people and I have massage envy. I'm like, mm, can I, where can I get this? <laughs> but you kind of that. give what you want to receive as well, don't you? It's like... Uh, and. And somehow I feel like all the people's bodies that I open, they keep my body open as well. And keeping my body open helps their bodies open. And um, I'm trying to I'm trying to be uh, positive about not receiving my own massage. I'm like, yes. I'd love to receive a massage from myself.
1: I'd really, if you ever need a guinea pig, I'm all yours. Thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Get in the queue, darling. I'm
1: sure. <laughs> I mean, I think another question that cropped up for me is like, you know, I don't know if you mind me asking, but I think your parents make you a certain level of intimate or Mm non-intimate. And I think, I don't know, like, would you say that your parents were both quite touchy-feely?
0: Oh, I should know the answer to this question. I feel like I've asked myself it before, but I'm I'm not completely clear. I felt like my mum was very cuddly but unfortunately often i felt through her touch a lot of neediness and um, it made me a bit jumpy about being touched by other people through my adolescence you know you can when somebody gives you a hug they can give you a hug or they can take a hug or they can give you a caress or take a caress I really and i feel as a yeah that was a, a bit of a a thing for me in my childhood. I do remember my parents when they were getting on being quite cuddly. I suppose I remember cuddling my grandmother a lot as well. Um, but uh, it, yeah, I suppose that's why it's taken me a lot longer to be able to receive touch and uh, and perhaps what what inspired me to be, to master the art of touch as well.
1: Well, where does that desire come from? though why do you, why is this so like? intrinsic to who you are like why what made you want to explore it so deeply
0: I I think it just felt so obvious actually I did I only found or started touching uh, in a massage like way um, when I was 22 something like that and uh, I found it so obvious what to do it was a friend of mine who was a sportsman and he said you know do you uh, uh, do you know anything about massage can you help my back out and and uh, I just said, oh, well, lay down, I'll try. And I, I started working on his back, and it yeah, it, it was just obvious, but I didn't even know that it was obvious. It really took me a long time to realise that I had a, a certain capacity for doing this, because I thought everybody had that capacity. It was something so natural and normal to me that, that I didn't uh, think everybody didn't have it. And um, Yes, yeah, so I'm wondering how intimate to get in this interview as well about my past... <laughs> I, you know, when... We can always delete it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, there's no editing on prior. the reset, realm. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know, when I was 22, I was very much in the closet. And uh, this guy that I was friends with, I was so attracted to him. I had so much energy for him. I mean, in your 20s, I'm talking specifically sexual and emotional energy. And, uh, you know, in your 20s... As a man, you you There's a lot of energy moving through you. That's a very <laughs> that's a way of putting <laughs> it. And uh, but I was in the closet, and my friend was uh, straight. So the the only way that I could have some kind of physical interaction with him, other than kind of hugging and the normal things that uh, boys do, was through massage. And I remember having so much energy for him, so much uh, I suppose love or attraction i don't know what you would call it mm. and so massaging him like i was you, you become very sensitive when you care about somebody that much and so when i was touching his body i was feeling so much detail there was so much electricity and uh, i think that somehow taught me a way to go into massage mm. i didn't i didn't learn all these sets of movements i learned to feel in to feel detail and to to uh, fly through the tissues of somebody's body like it was a landscape, because that that was yeah that's how it manifests through me with uh, this guy who shall remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think that that's informed all all the techniques that I do or all all, all these things that I've created through touch since then. It's this uh, the fundamental thing isn't about movements on the body it's about feeling deeply into the body feeling through the fibers of the muscles feeling deeper and deeper into the atoms going beyond the atoms and flying through somebody's body that's how it feels to me and it i think it comes from my um, this um having been in love the the first way i used massage was through love and uh, that's carried all the way into the treatments I give today, and the treatment I gave to you today. Okay, I'm sure if you looked at five of my massages, there would be repeating patterns. But I feel like every massage I give is is just for the person. I'm doing a dance just for this person, and they're new every time. And uh, I don't want to repeat. I, I want to glide through their body in this moment, and uh, so it's a very meditative thing for me it's less of a technical mechanical thing but it's a yeah it's this experience of flying through people's bodies
1: there were definite moments where I kind of felt like you were kind of searching for something and you definitely got the root of all of my yeah (laughs) issues that's for
0: sure how much do you want to talk about your your tensions (laughs) not at all Uh, okay (laughs) 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 what tensions what do you mean
1: but it's interesting, you know, you obviously get to know someone quite well but Very from well. just having like a good dig around <laughs> yes. in their back,
0: yeah, and everywhere else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's interesting how the body accumulates such blockages and, and mm. knots and knobbles and yes. wibbly wobbly bits from, you know,
0: emotional yes. trauma, holding. trauma, and holding emotions and containing emotions. You have a lot of energy, Miss Yule and and your body doesn't quite know how to manage that much energy there's a struggle in your body for you know for and a little bit of resistance in your body against your natural flow in my humble opinion interesting <laughs> thank you doctor <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the bigger to the matron yes. um well, yeah interesting interesting but i think you know i think i heard you making some quite interesting sounds um During the massage, I think the most interesting part about what you do is that you obviously don't want to take on board people's trauma and tensions and pain and knots and stresses. And there must be a lot of that in a place like this. We're in London. You you step outside that front door and it is pandemonium out there. So I, I was thinking, obviously, you must have techniques that you use to offload other people's situations that you probably ingest in some description through your touch.
0: I do, but they don't touch me. And uh, I don't know how I learned this either. It was just something that came naturally to me. I think part of it is because I'm working on the floor and I'm aligned with the axis of the person. So there's this kind of flow moving through me and I'm using my body weight. And for me, I feel uh, energy, which is a word I don't like using very much, but perhaps more concretely, I feel gravity. Mm -hmm dropping like my posture is very important while I'm working and I'm dropping gravity down through the top of my head down through my arms into the body of the person and for me there's a stream a constant stream It's not my energy it's something it's yeah gravity, gravity streaming through me through my hands into your body and that stream in turn moves through your body I push it out through your hands through your feet through the top of your head it's like I'm clearing your body with a, a gravity stream during the whole treatment, and uh, if I didn't focus, and I started thinking about something else, which I I will admit I did at one point, I can't remember what took me off, but I, I went on a little uh, trip for hopefully only a few minutes, uh, and I and I came back and I realised that the that my touch had almost gone dead. You know, I have to stay in that stream of energy to to be giving you a good massage and stay with you and be. Uh, uh, all the time when I'm with you um, and if I have a moment of, of breaking that I feel like your stuff can come come back towards me there's no stream anymore so for me it's very important keeping this stream going one as a protection but two as in uh, because I want to flush your body with energy uh, to clear out all your blockages, it's like a stream for me and and I'm, unblo- I'm taking the stones out of the stream and the sticks and uh, so that there's a clear stream through you.
1: I definitely feel lighter mm-hmm. as a result. There's no doubt does about it. Does that sound it. really wacky? It doesn't because um, I feel I feel the same, and that's why I teach the kind of yoga that I do, which is continually moving and not stopping. And I think there's something about a flow that yeah. does remove all that you know stuck stuff, which yeah. people don't know how to get rid of until they've got someone who does. Yeah. And um, movement for me and music is everything, and I think the two things together are very powerful at just getting everything back in flow. And, you know, I knew before I came that I was feeling really stuck, not just in my body, but actually in my head. And, Mm -hmm. um, well, I haven't left the room yet. I'm I'm still lying down having a wonderful time. But I feel like, yeah, I do feel lighter. There's no doubt about it. And Mm And I can, yeah, that's why it resonates for me and I probably knew that it would is the, is the movement and the music and the general yeah. flow of I mean I had really no idea in certain parts which piece of you was touching me it was like you were kind of gliding yeah. across me in a, in a yeah one smooth motion
0: great that's, that's what I like to do
1: yeah, yeah well, obviously that can only be possible on the floor as well if you're on a table it would be quite yeah. difficult
0: I I really don't like the table thing, but the main thing is this uh, thing about aligning axes or axes. I, I think it's important to be in alignment with the person you're working with. There's a different stream happening there. than if you're on a table, if you're pushing up the back, you're off to the side, and and it's just not very nice for a masso's body to be off to the side. Okay, if you're at the head, you can work symmetrically, but uh, I, I really like keeping symmetry with the person's body. Well, it's not symmetry, sorry, alignment. I
1: think also, I mean, I don't know how you select the people that you work with, but there must be an element of like <laughs> I mean, not wanting to, to, I mean, to, to give to what you've like just select. given to me to just <laughs> any wish, old body, any wish, old Tom, Dick and Harry.
0: Yeah, I wish I could select like that. <laughs> I'm going to select my clients. <laughs>
1: well, I'm sure you, you know, you must have turned somebody away in the past.
0: Um well, there's two, there's two aspects to that. One aspect is I feel like anybody who comes to me, even if my first uh, feeling isn't a good one, they're there to be loved. And it's my responsibility to drop my uh, judgment and to be in love with that person and to give them the best. So there's that aspect to it. And I forgot the second aspect. I had it so clear in my head in the beginning. Um, but it will come back to me.
1: I think, well, yeah, there is, you know, obviously touching bodies is a very personal thing and um, as we've just discussed, it does feel very intimate and there is a certain connection that happens through that process that can either be deeply delightful or not so much. So I think, yeah, it is difficult when you maybe work with somebody that perhaps you wouldn't choose to. But Mm. I like the fact that you can just throw yourself in and love love whoever you're with
0: yeah. my brain has remembered this uh, the second aspect. Uh there are some people that come to me and um I I don't feel like they're getting the best out of me and I don't enjoy treating them and it's usually when they're so very uh blocked and I've tried all my I've tried my best for some treatments to help them to let go mm-hmm. and uh and i then i usually have a conversation with them whether it whether they really want to come and see me it's not cheap coming to see me you know <laughs> and uh, and sometimes i feel like i'm not moving anything and i i i don't want people to come to me just because they think that what i'm giving is good i want them to know that what i'm to experience letting go with me and if they're not getting that then i i'd like to have a conversation with them uh, to to make sure they're getting what they need when you, way, was, yeah, when you
1: said this word, letting go, I mean, define that, because I, I feel like it's something that gets overused, and it's like, why do we need to let go? Actually, in your okay. opinion, I'm interested <clears throat> as to what you think that is.
0: Yeah, letting go for me is super easy. It's about uh, relaxing the muscles in your body. It's as simple as that. And behind the uh, tension in your muscles are mental and emotional tensions and ideas and mental constructs and... Um, so letting go... I'm, I'm moving through the physical body, helping the physical body let go, but I'm touching on the subconscious to help the... Uh, to letting go of thought processes and emotions that keep attention in the body. But, uh,
1: but how deeply do you think those two things are linked then? The oh, subconscious, they're, no, they're the problem, muscles, problem. and the mind? How, how much... I mean, I read this great mm. book called Body Mind, which I thought was an amazing book. I don't know if you've yeah. read it, but I... You know, for me, that really worked in terms of something I was suffering from in particular. And I think there's a lot of people out there, oh, this let you know, like, you're holding on, you've got this, you've got that, you've got to let go. It's like, fuck off. Yeah,
0: but people actually, use it very superficially. There are people that are using that and not having any understanding of what that actually means. But for me, it's it's really concrete, this letting go thing. And you said, you know, how deeply are they linked? But it kind of, it makes me giggle. It's like, they're the same thing. They're the same thing. You know, I think you're, they're, they're, two sides of the same coin. You can't separate those two things. Our, um, our thoughts, the emotions that are generated from our thoughts and how that manifests in tension in the body and therefore into posture, it's, it's all the same thing. I remember a, a lady asking me in a group once, well, after I'd given her a massage and then we were in a, a talking circle, and she said, well, do you think my attention is from my emotions or, or it's from a, f- a physical thing? And it, it took me a while, but it was like, hold on a minute, wow, that, that's a false dichotomy. It's They're the same thing, really. Mm. After years and years of working with people and feeling my own body, I don't I don't separate anymore. Mm.
1: Interesting. Well, I absolutely agree, obviously, in yoga, for me, a lot of that emotional blockage, you know. I mean, I feel it when I cry in Shavasana sometimes, or certain mm. positions really... Open my heart and make me see things from a completely different perspective. And at the end of ninety-minute practice, I'm like, "Oh, that's why I do yoga. It's it's fascinating." To be
0: open again, yeah, to have energy streaming through your body again.
1: But when I feel stuck, you know. I know the only way to become unstuck again is to do something with my body and move. Yes, and then really. everything becomes mentally unstuck and I can move forward again. And yep. It sounds so cheesy, but it's just so true. Yep. It um, actually works.
0: of course, breathing and stretching your body open is super important. If you're not going to do it for yourself, get somebody else to do it for you.
1: Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just very interesting. And I think it's very interesting how, you know, thoughts thoughts and emotion can cause such damage like in our physicality that we're Mm -hmm. not even aware of sometimes until we come to someone who actually I mean there were parts of me particularly my hands Mm -hmm. and I mean I knew that my shoulders were a bit of an issue (laughs) certain parts of my hips and but you know until someone really goes in you have no idea how much pain you're carrying around sometimes and that's probably what's causing a lot of your
0: emotional problems Well, I think they're a manifestation of your emotional problems, aren't they? Mm. Or that's how I see them. Emotional problems, I don't know, but they're a manifestation of how you're how you're working with your emotions. Mm. So, for example, if you like (laughs) in your hits, there's quite a lot of frustration. There's a like there's a your uh, will, which I feel is strong. Uh, You feel that your will is blocked. And maybe even going into anger, and it's held in your body. There's this in you. Do you know that? <laughs> it can be. I did not know that. I don't... It's not like I. Thanks feel for it. telling everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm giving away my secrets as well. Um, <laughs> I, suppose I shouldn't do that. But it, it's more. It's more to. Uh, yeah, it's more to really touch in with what you're saying about tension in your body. I can get frustrated as well. But there's there's that in you, and I it's a, it's a sign of a good thing for me. I like your will, and I don't feel you uh, like, um, frustrated when I when I come into contact with you. I don't feel that you're frustrated. That's mm-hmm. you know I see you as happy and full of energy. But now in after touching you, I know that uh, there's a, a lot of energy running through you and uh, some kind of frustration as well. And it can be from when you are a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know uh, how many. Uh, good sessions of body work you've had. It could be something in the last years as well, or it could be something from your childhood. Only you can tell.
1: I just think this this stuck thing has been a theme for me this year. I've been feeling very stuck, and...
0: How does that make you feel? (laughs) Frustrated. It might help. Yes, (laughs) no, It it
1: does. It does make me feel frustrated, because I... I And that's
0: natural, isn't it? It's not a critic, by the way. It's really... Mm. It's natural if you're feeling stuck in your life it's manifesting in your body and uh, I would like to think that me helping you get it out of your hips will help uh, help you move on I would like to think that
1: well I've definitely yeah I mean a lot of things have changed in the last month already and I'm about to go away for like mm. yeah, two, two months back to the magic sounds of Goa mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which always helps it which does, always, yeah. always helps. And yeah, there'll be a lot of movement. The
0: metropolis. <laughs> the metropolis of, of madness. <laughs> <The paranormal. laughs>
1: uh, one has to dip in once a year. Mm. Um, yeah, but you know, there's a lot of silence to be had there for me. Um, a, lot of, a lot of movement, a lot of therapy, a lot of yoga, yeah. a lot of meditation, a lot of swimming in the sea. And yeah that's my time for myself to duck out of life for sort of four to six yeah. weeks every year and put myself back together again and really have a think about everything that's just happened in the year gone by and actually yep. i do it every single year even though i tell myself it's not going to happen this
0: year this is i'm not the going last time this is I'm the last time have. i'm going
1: back to this godforsaken <laughs> hole <laughs> there
0: is still some magic there it doesn't Bloody really love matter it. how grubby and uh, and plastic bottly it gets somehow it's uh... It's so it much cleaner it. these
1: days than it's ever been. Yes. Probably. And there's a little part of me dreading going back, I'm not going to lie, but there's just a little piece of me that mm. always feels so happy when I arrive there again. No. And I feel so deeply peaceful and mm. happy and I like I'm years, home. Then.
0: Yeah, I've definitely yeah. had healing there. I don't know why. I, I don't understand it. Uh, it's yeah. not the most beautiful place in the world, you know. Uh, it, yeah. Full of undesirables. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't wait to meet some of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, every time I go there, I, I get uh, some kind of relaxation and opening and, let, and letting go. Indeed.
1: Well, that's where we met, you know, on the magic sounds of Mama Goa and yes. through your sister and your brother. And I was thinking about those two somehow. Mm. I could always, it's going to sound weird, but like almost feel them in the massage. It was quite oh, strange. I did. Absolutely. I felt really connected to all three of you it was quite oh, I bizarre that. I was starting to really well I have quite a lot of love for your, your other siblings anyway yeah. both of them equally and I've just um,
0: been with my brother down in Devon for Christmas so maybe that's it why
1: was, it was yeah I just thought I bet you gave him a massage and just how lovely it felt to be deep in the bosom of the leopard family yes <laughs> Well, think, all it's complications. Let's, get, <laughs> well, let's be real. <laughs> find me a family that doesn't have complications, especially at Christmas. Yes, yeah. Dear God. Mm. That's why this is just, just honestly the biggest gift you could have given me, actually, to be out of the family. Mm. The family units, the family fold for um, an afternoon or an evening was, um, yeah, it was lovely, lovely, lovely thing to have done after Christmas. And it's you. the second time I've also been up here doing interviews since since christmas day actually i was at bar italia with david and yeah it just feels magical to be kind of independent and running around town again and not kind of you know yeah like a 40 something being being told what to do by the parents parents. (laughs) Uh, fascinating so yeah no i really i just couldn't yeah recommend that highly enough it was a true delight i feel um yeah I feel great. Thank you so much. Was You're really gorgeous. welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you for trying to put into words uh, what isn't so easy to put into words.
1: No, tricky business. But um, mm. yeah, I could go on for hours about it. But it was, yeah, very special. And I do feel very held and very loved and very like you imparted something of of your love in my general direction, which was, yeah, very special. Thank
0: you very much. I look forward to the next time.
1: Me too. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us here
0: on the Reset Rebel podcast. Luca Lappert. The Reset Rebel It's the Reset Rebel It's the Reset Rebel It's the Reset Rebel Coming to you every day